Hi guys, Avery here, and a bit of a disclaimer before we start this episode. Um, I don't know what happened. Anchor fucked up. Everything's out of place. Like, drag ra- the Drag Race segment is, like, first. Then we have a little break, and then it's meant to be us introducing Kim. That's missing, even though it was part of the same recording. And then everything's mixed around and I don't know how that happened that shouldn't have happened so I do genuinely like apologize for how awkward and sort of like not a vibe the episode is because everything's sort of out of place nothing really makes sense we talk about Anastasia twice and it's just really confusing. Like, it's confusing for me. It's probably going to be confusing for you. So, um, I am sorry that this episode is bad. I promise next episode will be better. And we will be having Kim on again someday. So, like, don't think that her only episode is going to be absolute shite. Because it won't be. We'll have fun with her. So, um, <laughs> so I sincerely apologise for this episode. Boycott Anchor. Um, Black Lives Matter. Bye. Hi guys, my name's David Janja. And I'm Michaela Fortune. And this is The Vader Show. This week we'll be covering conspiracy theories, our second part of the conspiracy theories series that we're posting on our channel. But now we're going to do our Drag Race segment. Okay, so um, this, just quick announcement, um, because of Drag Race Canada, like, starting the other day, we will be doing a separate Drag Race Review podcast. But we felt that moving the All Stars reviews halfway through the season wouldn't really make sense. So we're going to do our All Stars review, well, All Stars 5 review, finish it on here. And then for All Stars 6, we're going to put it on our review podcast along with all the other seasons. So that's the plan, ladies, and maybe gentlemen, we don't know. Um, and everyone in between. That's kinky boots so, say, ladies and gentlemen, and those who have yet to make up your mind. On period. Okay, so um, this week's episode was All Stars 5, Episode 5, and the Maxi Challenge was... The Snatch Game. Yes, the Snatch Game of Love, which I am... I think it worked well this time, but like I'm warming. Last time... I'm warming to it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, last time it didn't work so well though. Okay, so um, let's start with um the first group. So we had um, who was in the first group? I can't remember. I think it was a uh, Blair. No, Blair was with um. Was with Juju B and Shay, so it must be an Alexis Cracker so Alexis and India. India and Cracker. Okay, yeah, it's it's all coming back to me. Okay, so Miss Cracker was Lady Gaga. I would not have guessed. It did not look like her. Uh, no, I, I recognized the look immediately. I didn't. The only thing that I really recognized was the hair. So she absolutely the gown was the wrong color, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So um. Miss Cracker absolutely flopped. She had no jokes. It was bad. It was bad. It gave me Valentina All Stars Four, like yeah, Eartha Eartha Kit. And speaking of Eartha Kit, actually, no, I'm just joking. That's the next group. So um, then we move on to Alexis Mateos, um, whatever his name is, like Rain or 
or something. No, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was good, but like, wasn't. It was. It was, it was funny. Like, I was laughing. Obviously, I didn't get the reference because I didn't grow up watching this person. Because he's like, he was a TV psychic, I think, and that was like the oh. big joke. Well, okay. So, yeah. So, um, I didn't get the references, but I did think it was funny. Like, funnier than the other two at least. And then that brings us on to India Farrow's Jeffree Star. First of all, that has not aged well. Bit, if you've been, cat- if you've been keeping up with Oh, no, 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 today, so Today's coming the 4th of July. And a few days ago, Miss Taddy Rasberg posted her video, um, Breaking My Silence. Silence. Another 40-minute video. And it exposed... Shane and Jeffrey for um, busy manipulating her and causing her into making the Bi Sisters video and lying about everything. Um, so that didn't really age well. But this ain't a drama channel. Oh, bitch, it might be. Drama podcast. Oh my god, a third podcast is in the works, you guys. Oh my god. Oh my god, we can't, we can't even do one that's not true. Um, so... We're working on us. Our- his podcast, like yeah. So I mean, like, regardless of what Jeffrey's done and hasn't done, it was bad. It was a bad snatch game. Like her, she didn't have any of the lines apart like, from like. I'm not even a fan of. Like, do a better Jeffrey than India. Yeah, I mean, like, I used to be a fan of Jeffrey. Obviously, not anymore. But like, I, I was like, you should have said this. Like the snatch game is crazy. Let's get into it. Like, girl, that's his. That's his gig. Have you never seen a Jackie no, Star no, Snapchat story? How much more India could have done with that, but she did. Yeah. So, um, Alexis got picked by the Snatchler. I can't remember who it was, but um, yeah, she was the funniest out of all of them. Yeah. On to the next group. Okay, so the next group consisted of Blair Sinclair doing Adam DeGeneres, Juju B doing Eartha Kitt. Or how to pronounce the name. I don't know. And then um, Shaker Day doing Flavor Flav. So um, let's start with Blair Sinclair. I do Iconic. Know. I know if... Iconic. People said she looked I... like Ellen Ellen in the last one, in the last challenge. Like, oh. yeah, she looked she looked like Ellen, but she she wasn't funny. Her only joke was, "Ha, I'm a lesbian." Like, girl, girl. That's literally she... every lesbian's joke. Yeah, I, I just don't think that it was really funny, I guess. The other two were better. And speaking of the other two, let's move on to Jujube with her Eartha Kit. Finally, a good Eartha Kit. Yeah. Actually, no, Chi Chi did a really good Eartha Kit. But like, well, the best one. she did. The best Eartha Kit that the show has seen. And honestly, I think that she should have won. But also, Shay did good. I no, I, Yeah, I think Shay should have won. Yeah. She, she, oh, she did win. She did win, didn't she? Yeah. Okay, so she... Oh, we stand dementia. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Excellent. So, Darlene. So, um, it was really, like, really catty, like, she said she was going to do, and she pulled off really well. Like, RuPaul shitting himself. Like, period. That fucking but, um, squawk laugh that RuPaul does, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's not, it's, it's, it, I mean, like, off-brand tricks with towel scream, like, bedcore. So um, then we move on to Shakeray's um, Flavor Flav. Again, I didn't grow up watching him. He apparently a reality TV show personality, and honestly, it was funny. And like, you could definitely tell that he was a straight person. 
Yeah, I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. It was my favourite, probably. It was, it was really good, but um, personally, I preferred Eartha Kitt because I just liked her more. But honestly, Shade deserved that win. But um, so yeah, overall, literally, like, only two people were legitimately funny, and that was Juju B and um, Shokere. But at the end of the day, Alexis did the best out of her group, so fair play. But um, so, so, so moving on to this week's runway, the category is prom dresses mm. or whatever which is something we'll probably end up talking about on the podcast with our lovely guest this week Maybe. which we have yet to name or will we remember it's conspiracy yeah. theories so um, oh my god Maybe she's not <laughs> kind of in yeah look she she just died or did she um so what? first up was miss cracker she her her sort of concept was like i really liked on, it but sort of like really pimply and acne and like look I didn't like the dress because I it just yeah I agree with the judges it was really sort of like showgirl type fantasy and I didn't really yeah. like it but the hair and the makeup and the face really worked with it I think the no lipstick definitely did work and yeah I, I really liked most of the what she did yeah the mirror was honestly iconic but um, so next up is Miss Alexis Mateo. Um, I liked it, but it seemed just a bit. It didn't really scream prom to me. It screamed more same. elegant it, lady. Yeah. It sort of feels like that she's done it before, maybe. It, to know. me, it seems like she was like, "Oh, prom! Oh, I'll just put on a gown." Like, and I swear to God, she stole that half in Jujubee. I'm not even joking. Like, she probably did. To be honest. Period. I didn't really like the earrings either. And yeah, honestly, the dress was pretty, but it didn't really match like the theme of it, I guess. But mm. fair play, she did look pretty. But so next up is Miss India Farrah with her I loved Morticia it. Adams goes to prom. I, I, yeah, loved I really, it. I really, really, really did like it. I mean, I will be sewing because she stole my makeup, but like. <laughs> oh, period. If if you also haven't already looked at our Instagrams, um, you'll hear them later on. And like honestly, Michaela invented that, even though she probably didn't. But okay. I mean, there was less color and a lot more black. But I mean, I I, I invented it nonetheless, and I will be expecting my ten percent in the mail. Why you got to be black, girl? No. <laughs> okay, <sighs> so yeah, honestly, really pretty, and like it did sort of match, like the storyline she was going for. But yeah, so next up is I do declare Dare St. Clair. So um I I I loved really it. Liked it was the my concept. I didn't like this the shirt colour. Like the blue against the pink, it didn't really work. It's because my dad has that shirt, but like I did like it. Oh period. Yeah and I didn't like the makeup but the rest of it like oh, all of it like the red could have been nicer I guess. Like, it didn't really match with the pink either. But um, overall, it was really pretty. I liked the little crown reveal and the concept that she was on about in the, yeah. in the interviews. Okay, so next up is Juju B Girl. Okay, so... Oh, um, it was good. It was really good. I really liked it. Honestly, 80s vibes. That's good. Oh, she- yeah, I definitely got, like, the whole 80s prom queen sort of thing. Like, she was popular, girl. Also, thinking about it, didn't they 
like we have um Gigi doing like the same concept sort of Gigi executed it better in my opinion but like I think they're both good in their own lights yeah yeah okay so Gigi just in general really good and I really like the color of the rig as well Okay, so next up was Miss Sasha for the... Oops, I mean Shea Kool-Aid. <gasps> no, you did not. Yes, I just did. So, um... So... I, I like the whole thing of that, though. I like I like the Kerry reference with the rose petals as well. I, I love the whole concept, but I just don't like the colours or how it really looks. It's probably my least favourite. But I love the concept. I did. It's my favourite... It was my second favorite. Also, it doesn't really give me prom. Like, where's the prom bit? The dress. It was very prom. Also, the Carrie reference. Prom. Ooh, yeah, we love that. Miss Carrie. Um. Hey. Yeah. So on to the uh, like, sort of bottom and or elimination sort of thing. Okay. So this week's twist is. If you're not the top all star, you're the bottom. Oh my god, bottoming. But who would want to top Coco? So, um. <laughs> so, so, the top this week, very deserving of it, was Miss Shea Kool She did really Oh, good. yeah, that was deserved. I mean, it's just good. But, um, yeah, personally, I would have picked Juju B because, like, with the dress and, the, and her snatch game combined. I prefer Jujubee, but like Shay did really good. I think Shay so, was better. Um, and then, therefore, if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. So the bottom this week was Miss India, Miss Alexis, Miss Quacker, um, Blair Sinclair, and Jujubee. It was obvious that Jujubee wasn't going to go home because like, she would have been in high safe if this twist hadn't happened. Yeah, same thing with, I think, like. I was about to say Alexis, but that does bring us on to our next point. Um, India talked to Shay individually and said basically Alexis was plotting with Mayhem to try and get people to vote to get rid of Shay. A, the time her, the time India, Shay, and Mariah were in the bottom. So um, that was shady, probably. And I obviously we didn't find. I'm not sure if I'm going to find out if that's the truth or not, because, like, obviously they're not going to say, like, yeah, um, I was lying, or, yeah, I actually did try to get Because, yeah, I don't think, I don't buy that the show people didn't film it, so I think that, I think there's footage around of it somewhere. Is there a footage for it, or it didn't happen? Because I, what Alexa said, saying, like, if she was going to do it, she'd have talked to everyone, not just India, because, like, even if it was those three voting for Shay... I don't think it would have been the majority. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, so I I don't believe India. I, mean, Alexis, I believe India. I mean, obviously, Alexis voted for Shay, and that's like a reason to get rid of her. But I don't think that she went around telling people to try and vote for Shay. Because otherwise, she would have told every single person, you know? Okay, so, yeah, um, yeah. So this week's lip sync assassin was Miss Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Um, I feel like that was planned anyway, because like obviously Rue and like the production knew that this twist was coming. So 
Fanji would have either had to lip sync with her drag mother or she might have to send home her drag mother. And that was going to be a, a gag anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, so this week's song was a song by Madonna. Can't remember what it's called. Um, I don't remember the, either. Yeah, I didn't really like the song and the lip sync wasn't the best. Um, yeah, I think, okay, so the winner of it was Shea Kulay. She got I think it might have been hung up. Song. I think it might have been hung up. No, I don't think it was, but it doesn't really matter. Um, I yeah, I think that um, Shay definitely won that lip sync. Oh, definitely. And like, catch her having thirty thousand dollars now in her bank account, Mama. So um, well, obviously um, so we know that Alexis and India voted for each other. Jujubee might have voted for Blair because when she was walking out, she did Blair's Ellen like shush thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, Shay won, and we don't know the ballot box yet because that's next episode. But, um, so Shay voted, no, not voted, Shay chose India to go home, which I think was the right choice. Cause Fair. I mean, if... I would have chosen India. Yeah. Like, I mean, every, um, I, th- I think I would have chosen India on the skin runway bottom and now, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have chosen her the other two times. I think, I don't know, I think that the amount of time she's been in the bottom, it would just be rude to send someone else home. Yeah, I think, like, for now, it's I mean, deserved, yeah. I mean, like, look at Roxy. She got saved oh, yeah, so like, many times, just because she Andrews. was rude at the box. But, yeah, so, um, India went home, I agree with it, but even, even if, like, it's risky for Shay, because... If India is telling the truth and she's in the bottom next week and Alexis is in the top, then she might be going home. But then again, Alexis might be like, oh, bitch, you saved me. You're safe for this week. I'm not going to send you home. Yeah. But if she, yeah, if she's in the top next week and wins, then Alexis is going to go home. But that's probably not going to happen. Because, like, Rue doesn't want her having that much money and shit. He then forbanded the clan. Um... And Katia, actually. So, um, so that is our drag race review, and we are now going to move on to our actual main topic, conspiracy which is theories. conspiracy theories part two. Yeah, because we had we had a lot of recording last week, and we yeah, didn't have we've got plenty of things to go through. We are going to cover Diana's death and the mystery surrounding it. We're going to cover The Lost Princess, Anastasia Romanov, and Jeffrey Epstein being involved with larger pedophile rings around the globe. And also the Mandela effect, which was a recent addition. Yeah, that's why we might not have mentioned it last week. Yeah, because we were talking to our special guest that we were going to have this week. Who mentioned the Mandela effect. And we were like, oh, that, that actually sounds like a really good idea of something to cover. So we're now going to cover Mandela. Okay, so we will be back in a minute. Bye. Hi, guys. Ava here. And just to let you know, we have a brand new podcast called The Evader Show, Behind the Spanning Mistake. On this podcast, we will be posting our new drag race reviews, 
bonus content and lots more. So if you want to listen, go to anchor.fm slash the Avada Show BTS. See you there. And okay. many of you know, may know this case because there's actually a Disney film about it, Anastasia. Oh, oh. I've seen that Disney film so many times. Actually, no, Disney didn't make Anastasia. Uh-huh. Oh, did Disney not make it? Oh, sorry. No, it was someone else. Yeah, it was someone else. I don't I've not seen it. Yeah. But okay, it's so, um... after her, all her family was killed. She was a royal. She had to run away to Paris. And while she was in Paris, she found out that there was two people pretending to be here and getting lots of rewards. And um, I think she just deals with that in the film. Yeah, the but, reason um, why people think she was alive, though, is several years later, a young woman was admitted to a mental hospital in Germany. She had she was scars all over her body. She had clearly suffered a traumatic event, but her mind had blocked out the painful memories. She could even remember she couldn't remember her name. The only clue was that she spoke with a Russian accent. Months later, a Russian patient was admitted to the same hospital, and she immediately began to kneel in front of the girl and claimed that she recognized her as the lost princess Anastasia. Um, another thing I want to add is many of you listening may know the song. Rah, rah, Rasputin, da, 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 Rasputin. Oh, I mean, Rasputin was the original cancel culture starter. I mean, like. Yeah, so basically, he was the mystical, like, advisor for the Romanovs. Um, and he he didn't really have any advisor, like, life. He just claimed. She was the Romanov's life coach. Yeah, he just claimed he was basically like the second Jesus um, and he had lots of powers and he was really noble um, but apparently um, he yeah the Grand Duchess really liked him and let him yeah. be around the kids and, and apparently he took advantage of this liking and Ooh. he had sexual relations with the children in the Romanov family after already like, um, all of them every single family. one including the brother like it was just yeah um, and he'd already had at least one rape allegation from another nobleman. Noblewoman, sorry. Mm. Yeah, but, like, the Grand Duchess was so, like, into him and, like, so into his, like, spiritualness and life coachiness that she, like, sort of swept this under the rug and didn't really care. And also dismissed the fact that he was grooming her own children. And apparently oh, there has been letters found out between Anastasia, who was under the age of 17 at the time. Um, love letters going in between them, which is really messed up. Um, oh, bitch. And there was also one governess who uh, tried to keep the children away from uh, Rasputin after allegedly witnessing him roping one of the children. Uh, yeah. This was found out by the Grand Duchess and she was fired. Like, seriously, what kind of mother do you have to be? This man doesn't even have any, like, qualifications he just claims he's noble and he's spiritual. he's just like i am jesus and she's like work you're in okay she's like, have, okay, full, have full I'm access jesus. to my kids after midnight like yeah give me give me give me a kid after midnight no evan oh uh, ava i'm sorry oh my god ava no even <laughs> okay no. so um okay back on to anastasia a lot of people came forward pretending to be her, the most famous being Anna Anderson. Um, so, I'm not entirely sure of her, but 
Van Anna Van Anderson, died. I think, is the Anderson woman who was in the um, who was in the mental hospital because after the um, the Russian person said that she was Anastasia, she believed it herself, and then Anastasia's family, the remaining members of the Romanov like extended yeah. dynasty, like cousins and aunts and teachers and stuff yeah. that like taught her as a child, came to the place and examined her. They were basically 50-50 split. Some of them thought she was Anastasia, some of them thought she wasn't. Like, But after yeah. Anna Anderson died, it was confirmed that her DNA did not match with any of the Romanovs. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it says on her on the Wikipedia article, she first surfaced publicly between the years 1920 and 1922, and it was her lifelong sort of mission to legally sort of proved that she was her and it seems to happen up until near her death because she didn't have any proof that she was the lost princess but yeah like Kim just said um after after she had died and been cremated her DNA was tested and it didn't have any um relation to their family mm, like, so she obviously wasn't Anastasia I do think Anastasia's dead, but it would have been nice if Anna Anderson was Anastasia. Well, I mean, even if she had survived, she's probably dead by now anyway. Oh, yeah, she would have died by now. Yeah, but, um, it, yeah, it's Because I have this fantasy that... in my head of, like, imagine if Anastasia had been alive and then, like, had gone back to Russia and been like, all right, I'm the bitch in charge now, and then had ran Russia until the day she died. That like, would have been iconic. Iconic. Yeah, but what's called? Yes, it's most likely that she did die with her family. Probably, yeah. Um, so, unless you two have anything else to talk about relating to this, we will be moving on. So, do you Can have anything else to add? The effect before we speak about Jeffrey Epstein? Okay, so next up is the Mandela effect. <laughs> um, okay, so the Mandela effect is generally where a person or a group of people recalls something that didn't happen. One, one example that I relate to is Pikachu's tail. I always thought that he had like a little brown bit on the end of the tail, but turns out that isn't true. He doesn't. So um, do you see yeah, how... Yeah, so the theory of the, of the Mandela effect is that we're in a different dimension and that we remember things from the other dimension, but in this dimension there have been small changes, so these things aren't real. Like yeah. um, like Evan said, for example, supposedly in our dimension, our old dimension, Pikachu did have a brown thing on his tail, but in this dimension he doesn't, and that's why we remember it differently, or a large group of people remember it differently. Yeah, so um, obviously I'm waiting for the day where something big changes. Uh, well, there Mandela was effect. one big thing, Mandela. Ev- that's why it's called the Mandela effect. Because I know, that's why it's called Mandela effect. Ev- like a Look, huge I mean, I'm a, I barely know anything about the Mandela effect, so I'm going to let you take over. A um, large, large group of people believe that Nelson Mandela died in prison. Um, but he didn't. He died, um, like I think... In 2013 or something. Yeah. But a uh, claim against that was that... Um, that the government spread propaganda about Nelson Mandela. Okay, and we are back with our special guest. She is our token straight friend and not a drag queen. Here is Kim. Hi. 
I'm in case okay. you're she does have no second name and she's on the run from multiple authorities. <laughs> okay, so Kim is our real life quote unquote best friend. We actually don't like her. But um she really, really does like conspiracy theories. So we have brought her on today. Um so, Yeah, we so, um Oh sorry, Ava, you Okay, yeah, so we will get right into it, right into the topic. So as a reminder, if you forgot, this week's topic is conspiracy theories because we are continuing from last week. So the first conspiracy theory we will be talking about today is the Lost Princess Anastasia, or have we pronounced her name? No, no, we're talking about Diana first, I thought. Okay, so we're talking about Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the okay. podcast thrilled after like two minutes. Okay, so um, first of all, we are talking about the conspiracy theories surrounding the death of Princess Diana of Wales. Diana, Princess of Wales. Um, no, not Katia's performance is her, but if she wasn't dead, that killed her. Um, Look. So Princess Diana died in Paris on August 31st, 1997. In um, the current car crash. Kira being a parent. There is a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding it. One of them being that the royal family sort of orchestrated it because they didn't like her. Yeah, she was very threatening to the public image of the monarchy because she said in an interview that uh, Charles will not make a good king. Yeah. And, and also, also she... she was just, she wasn't a very standard followed the rules. Oh yeah, like she did things. She like ran in the in the parents' race at sports day. She like did all she, that shit. Like, and in an she, interview, she even addressed the fact that the royal family didn't like her when asked if she thought she would be queen. She said no because she didn't fit the perfect yeah. in the lines yeah. image of what. Queen oh, and the fact that like, royals did not do interviews. Period at the time. So like her doing an interview was scandalous enough, and then to say like that she wouldn't be queen because the royals hate her. And that Charles wouldn't make a good king is like just it wasn't good. It was not a although, good thing. Although we know the iconic Prince Andrew interview See, is now very y'all, I mean this was the original Armageddon. <laughs> oh honey. honey. Tea for serious. So um for some backstory if you don't know, Princess Diana was um she married into the royal family and married Prince Charles. Was. Prince Charles, Charles. yes who at the time was the Prince of Wales. So she then got the title of the Princess of Wales. She came from a relatively wealthy family, somewhere in England. And um, yeah, so the public loved her because she was like... She was she approachable. Was she was like likeable, relatable. Like like she didn't act really like stuck up. She like got in there, got her hands dirty. And like the yeah, public loved her for that. She yeah, got the, the nickname the People's the Princess. princess. Yeah, the, the Princess of the People, the People's Princess. Yeah, so she then got a default. Well, first of all, she had two children, them being Prince Vidian and Prince Harry. Harry. So um she got then she got a divorce from Prince I forgot his name again. Prince Charles. Prince because Charles. he was having an affair with Camilla Parker Bowles at the time. Who he was now yeah. married to. I feel a bit sorry for both of them, to be honest, because everyone was sort of like, ah, Charles was having an affair with a woman while he was married. I'm like, he loved her before they were married, but the royals wouldn't let them be together. So it was more like everyone was unhappy in that situation. 
there's another side to that where a lot of people think that Charles didn't really care for her and that that's why he had the affair with Camilla and that him acting heartbroken after her death was just an act but that's yeah. all a theory Which I think it was just an act and whether he was killed or not yeah so um so what happened is they got divorced Diana obviously wasn't a royal anymore she lost her title but everyone still loved her she was like doing more fun stuff that she may not have been able to do before. But then she, with her boyfriend in the car, she was chased by paparazzi, they got in a car crash and she died. Then also, can we talk, can we talk about her getting a boyfriend, like, literally five minutes after they divorced? Like, iconic, iconic, queen. Like, And also her boyfriend wasn't white, which is another reason at the time when she yeah. died. Obviously, he was East Asian, I think. Um, and yeah. a lot of people think that was part of the reason that maybe like, she was assassinated because it really wasn't good for the royal family's image that there was a non-white yeah. person. In about Michaela, at the end of the day, um, Prince Charles got a girlfriend before they were divorced, like five minutes before they got divorced. So um, it wasn't even five minutes; it was like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so um, the nation and then the world went to the morning in front of Buckingham Palace. There were piles and just like an ocean of flowers and people were mourning i've looked at all those pictures it was really nice yeah um so a lot of people um were criticizing the queen because she didn't really do anything about it that she had done with previous royals who had died because the queen didn't really like her and she wasn't a royal eventually they did do stuff and she had a funeral and yeah, but um, a lot of people don't think that it was an accident. Um, Me being one of so... them. <laughs> I... Me neither. I think I'm not entirely sure because, like, I I think the paparazzi might have been sent after her, but they didn't expect her to die. See, I have I a theory know. on this uh, article that I'm looking at. Which is the theory that I believe in, which is the MI6, MI6 theory instead of the Royals theory. Ooh, what's the MI6 theory? So basically, she was killed by MI6. MI6 is the British equivalent of the CIA. Uh, National Intelligence. Special, yeah, the Special Intelligence in, Force of the UK. International affairs, generally used to combat overseas threats. Uh, the rationale behind this conspiracy theory is that Princess Diana is a threat to the stability of the empire and it had to be taken out because... Britain makes most of its money through tourism to London to see the Queen in Buckingham Palace. MI6 yeah. were accused of bugging Princess Diana on numerous occasions and were also claimed to have been behind the re- the uh, oh uh, the revelation of the tapes, which led to her breakup with Prince Charles. So they orchestrated the divorce because without those phone calls between Charles and Camilla, Diana would have never found out. About I their love <laughs> Like, yeah, it's the original Dramageddon. Her security guard who survived the car crash had extensive military training. The, and mm. this is given as a reason linking him with MI6 and the death of Diana. One former MI6 operative, Richard Tomlinson, swore that MI16 were at the heart of the death of Diana and they had been following her for some time beforehand. He later retracted the statement saying he must have misremembered. Yeah. Can yeah, I just add, I'm a lot of people 
like mistake about this case everyone thinks prince harry and william were really really young when it happened they weren't harry was like at least nine years old and william was at least like 13 or 14 they so were they old. like they could understand shit like they knew yeah like yeah but I don't think... Sorry, carry on. Yeah, I don't think, like, especially Harry, he might not have understood, like, I guess the severity of the situation. Because, like, obviously he wouldn't know that and understood that he was a royal and a public figure, but he might not have understood, like, the consequences of her death, I guess. Yeah, and also, all of us being Welsh, I, I think it kind of touched Welsh people a little bit harder because she was the Princess of Wales and we finally felt like we had someone who... Well, yeah, because, like, Wales have always been treated like second-class citizens by the English. It's, like, a known fact. And Diana was one of those people who was sort of, like... In a, in a very inadvertent way, she was sort of a symbol for Welsh liberation in, like, a weird way. Like... And Charles yeah. isn't... He's the, meant to be the Prince of Wales, but he's never done anything for us, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, like, he's just, like... He was only ordered, um, He was only crowned as the Prince of Wales because every every son of the monarch gets crowned Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, because like for for Charles it was a title, but I guess for Diana it was more so like a duty and a job. Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she really did us good. But um, yeah, there's been conspiracy theories for years. Everything popping up, people saying this, people saying that. And like, but the general consensus is that it isn't an accident, and the Queen may be involved in it in some way. And that is on period. So, um, do you guys have anything else to say about it? Um, not really. Oh, oh, I have, a, I have something else. There was something about the royal family killing her theory that was Dodie, her boyfriend, Dodie Fade was not a Christian and apparently would not do to bring an outsider into the royal family. It was alleged he was allegedly doing to propose to Diana on the same trip where they were, where they died. It was oh, said yeah. to have purchased a ring from a jewelry store beforehand and this was backed up by Mohammed Al Fade, Dodi's father. It was also claimed that Diana was pregnant when the car crashed. Another reason for the royal family might not have been pleased. Oh my god also uh, Dodi's father, he believes it was the royal family that killed them. Which, I mean, yeah. could possibly be chalked up to grief because, like, you'd want to blame someone for the death of your son. Yeah. Well, he could have easily enough blamed the paparazzi since they were the ones there, but he, like, he might have just been thinking rationally about like it. Like, my mum, she fully blames the paparazzi because she was running from the paparazzi at the time. But I think the paparazzi could have been undercover MI6 people. Maybe. But, um, okay, so moving on from Princess Diana, we move on to another princess. Anastasia is... Romanov. Sorry, yes. I get way too excited about this one. It's, like, my favourite. And Anastasia Romanov. Ev, do you um, need to give a little summary? I have it written down. Oh, I'd I love have, you to give I have a, a summary. I have a summary. But, yeah, yeah, Kim, if you have a summary, then please... Yeah, so she was Grand Duchess Anastasia Nikolaevna of Russia. Um, she was the youngest daughter of Tsar Nicholas II, supposedly the last real Tsar. Um, she was, he born, was because, yeah. Yeah, 18... He was because, yeah. Great. He was because of the revolution that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was born on the 19th of June, 1901, and she suspiciously 
supposedly um, was assassinated on the 17th of July, 1918, at 17 years old. Mm. Okay, so, um, yeah, that is her. I personally do not have much knowledge on this, but you two might. I've oh, yeah, I've been studying this one for a while outside of this, and also there was an episode of American Horror Story about it, so then that made me want to research it more. Okay, so go ahead. So during the Bolshevik Revolution, the Romanov dynasty was killed after over a 100-year reign in Russia. The bodies of the parents and all five children were laid on the ground. But when the corpses were later moved and given a proper burial after the uh, collapsing of the Soviet Union, uh, the bodies of Anastasia and her brother Alexei were missing. This gave the Russian population uh, hope that at least two of these innocent children managed to play dead long enough to escape. Uh, something that supports this is that there was a guard that claimed that uh, the younger daughters of the family all survived the initial shooting because their jeweled corsets were so like thick and like bedazzled that the bullets couldn't penetrate them, which I think is iconic in itself. Like, see, sto stoning your corsets can save your life. Yeah. Rhinestones save lives. Um, okay, so. But, Bryn, there is one thing to combat the theory that she was alive. In 1997, they found um, a set of female bones in a tomb somewhere, or in a mine somewhere, and they were confirmed to have matching DNA to the Romanov family. So they, that's allegedly... Oh, yeah, they also found two charred bodies outside the building one time in two charred sets of bones very a, mile, a few miles away from the building where they were killed. They think that the, the, that the soldiers tried to burn the bodies, and then when they realised it didn't work, they just ended up taking the rest of them. To say he died in prison, Maybe. to not give people hope about his like eventual return to the public. Or did they, through conspiracy theories? Oh, hey, um, I got to work. Um, yeah, so the big sort of consent well, not consensus, the big sort of theory is that we are in alternate universes. And that, imagine, like, how many changes there have been that you didn't know about, that, like, oh, you haven't yeah. noticed. There's also, there was one about the Baron, the bear, the bear, there were these bears that were, like, a thing in America. And Berenstein. the Berenstein, and they were called the Berensteins, and, like, the bear, like they were, the names were mixed up, and people were like, no, I think they were called this. And some say, like, I know I think they were called that. Yeah, the man, yeah, and like, with, I'm not sure if this is just like because it was nicknamed this, but like, in America, there's this peanut butter brand called Jeff, but a lot of people remembered it as Jeffy, like, and all that, so um, that might just be like, people calling it Jeffy, like, you know. incorrectly, just like, calling it by a nickname. See, I think but, I, I know the biggest thing of the Mandela effect of all time. Was I remember being a Freddo being 5P, but apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, the biggest Mandela fact is when 99s from Mr. Rippy used to be 99 pence, but apparently, <laughs> and that's um, called inflation, children. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, the Mandela fact does affect some people, but you may never, you may never in your life come across something that could be the Mandela fact. Or you could come across every single one, but like, yeah. Also, I'm totally not saying piggy right now while we're talking about this. Tee hee hee. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Season two gaming episode. No. Okay. So um. 
And that's used to have anything else to talk about. We will be moving on to our last conspiracy theory of the day. And we'd like to talk about, we are all so happy here at the Availa Show that um, Ghislaine Maxwell has finally got what the bitch deserves. Exactly. Sis got snatched by the police. And I think the documentary had a big thing to do with that. And I hope that high powers in high places do not kill her too. Like, yeah. like I was about to say, I have not seen the documentary. I do not know anything about Jeffrey Epstein whatsoever. Apart from that, he's dead. And that, it may have not been a suicide. So, um, so that's getting to this. On, first of all, do you still have like notes about it? Not uh, really, no, because no, we've no, all no, seen no, the documentary no. except one Ava Jamja. Okay, so I... I will leave this to you guys. Um, okay. Well, basically, if none of you know who Jeffrey Epstein was, he was a very, very powerful businessman who came up in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, basically, he... Yeah, he was just a very rich, powerful businessman, and not a lot of people know how it's he not got like his wealth. People can say powerful a lot, but, like, when we say powerful, we mean, like, powerful, like... He had like, billions of dollars. He owned a private island. He like, had many mansions, many different companies. He was also friends with really powerful people at the time, Bill Clinton. He was friends with Trump before he was president. He was He was friends, friends with, with uh, Prince Andrew, Andrew uh, Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Um so I'm just gonna give you a quick backstory on Jeffrey Epstein. He supposedly got his wealth. Well, supposedly he was a sociopath, is the first thing. Um, and he got his wealth through conning different organizations to hiring him. And then he eventually got on Wall Street, where he was very, very good on Wall Street because he was a sociopath. Um, yeah. He was also a teacher for a time. And then mm-hmm. once on Wall Street, he grew his wealth to become the very mass power giant he was in the early 90s. Yeah, so he lied about all his qualifications to get his job, so all of his wealth was basically illegitimate, but by that time he already had all of his wealth, and it didn't really mean anything because he'd already done all the work. It's just the way he got it was... It wasn't classed as illegal, but it was illegitimate. Yeah. Um, and the reason we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein, this isn't really a theory, it's, well, it is a theory about the way he died, but it's basically like a truth true crime case Um, because he was a sexual predator he had sex with many young women below the age of consent and he also sex trafficked many many women oh yeah he'd like pay girls to pay other girls to get massages and it was it was a whole ring It, it like the web was like bigger than and a lot of people believe he was friends with people like Trump. Obviously, we know the suspicious things Trump has said. He said well, no, Trump many... literally is, he's been proven to be a pedophile by anonymousable people. Like, he paid so many parents to keep quiet about alleged rapes and stuff. Also, have you heard the recording of what he was talking about Lindsay Lohan when she was 14? She... No. She was oh, like 14 or 15 at the time. And obviously, we all know Lindsay Lohan had a big mental breakdown. She wasn't doing very well. Um, but before the mental breakdown, after she had the parent trap, she also had a very messed up childhood. Um, 
Like I think her father was abusive and um, he kind of left them, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And while knowing all of this, Trump said in an, in an interview that he, she had great breath, a great chest. Again, she was 15 or 14. Um, she was really sexy and he really wanted to have sex with her because the craziest girls do it the best. Like, she obviously has daddy issues. Cause, and he was, just the way you speak about it was absolutely disgusting. I mean, speak about his way back. I mean, I don't know why you're surprised. You spoke about the same way about his own daughter. Like, I know. I yeah. spoke with my dad about this and my dad was like, I don't know how a father could ever see a child that way. I only see you as, like, pretty or cute, you know? Like, why would you sexualize your child like that? It's just disgusting. See, the thing is, like... This might be a bit of a weird viewpoint to have about the whole Jeffrey Epstein situation. I'm just thinking, there was something that he was doing in the beginning of his sort of, like, sexual deviancy with kids. He started with girls that were actually of age, and he just sexually mm -hmm. assaulted them in his mansion. And he invited them up to do projects and stuff on his mansion, like work in, as an intern. And then he ended up sexually assaulting them alongside Ghislaine Maxwell. And he then... Because I was like, these girls... They're not underage. Like, and you wanted a threesome with them, with your wife. Ask them. Bitch, it's not that hard. Like, You don't have to rape them, you know? Like, you're like, he's, uh, just ask them. Like, they'd probably be like, okay, I'll have a threesome with you. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, okay, also, so we, sorry, we got a little bit off topic. Yeah, okay, so the big thing about Jeffrey Epstein, because he was so powerful, because he was so rich, he was friends with the biggest lawyers in the country, people who represented the president. He was friends with the former president or the future president. I'm not sure when Bill Clinton was at, was in office. He was. Um, I think he was in office at the time that he was friends with him. Yeah, he was friends with Trump. He was friends with, again, one of the biggest lawyers in the country. Um, and when... The, the FBI, it started off with a small police force in Florida that was putting cases against him because he had a well, big I can say is like, of course it was Florida. Where else? He had a big mansion in Palm Beach and there is when he started. He didn't start, but that's where he made the biggest sex trafficking ring. Um, and he started, I think this is theorised where he started his like obsession with younger girls. Um and then eventually he moved them onto his island. Before he moved them onto his island, the Palm Beach police force was building a case against him because he was building a massive sex trafficking ring. And this was eventually brought to the um, FBI. And when the, the FBI started making a huge case, they got witnesses statements, they had testimonies. They were building a massive, massive case with, hundreds well probably at least a hundred women um about this man some of them being underage some of them being overage just because it's been so long because the case was obviously took quite a long time to make and once the fbi wanted to bring this to the supreme court a man called alex acosta who was also supposedly friends with jeffrey epstein oh because he, he was involved like he, yeah, he made a deal. He was the Grand Justice leader, I think, or he was the Supreme 
leader of justice. Anyway, I don't know what his title was, but he basically made all the decisions when it came to the justice force. So if anyone was being prosecuted, if anyone was being, you know, if they had any allegations, and he made a deal with Jeffrey Epstein to only give him 18 months of jail time. And I know it's like, you may be thinking, oh, at least he's getting jail time, at least he's going to jail. This man, no, it was like probation. Yeah, this man was meant to serve at least three life sentences worth. He should have been in jail for the rest of his life. He was not only sex trafficking, he was raping. He was a In his entire life, he spent basically 18 months and one day in jail. Like He didn't even spend 18 months because a lot of that, most of that 18 months, he spent in probation. And while he was in probation, no one checked on him. And he didn't just get to leave and see his business partners in probation. He carried on assaulting women. During he his went probation. to his island, his, his literal island, which was basically his country, to be honest. His sex island, um, which is, it's known as, it's known as, like, Rape Island now. Um, which is actually quite sad, because it was a really good island. It was a lovely island. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, no, that's insensitive, but, like, no, I mean, like, anyway, he's basically, he, so t- man- he taints everything he touches. Yeah, so, mate, so, so the man who made the deal with Jeffrey Epstein, Alex Acosta, he a lot of backlash because like the FBI everyone knows the FBI they're a massive you know American organization Alex Acosta had the power to overthrow the FBI they he completely dismissed their case and just gave him 18 months and he justified this by saying at least we gave him jail time and another little fact that I wanted to add on I mentioned Trump was friends with Jeffrey Epstein um after, when Trump became president, Alex Acosta, the man that made the deal, Trump then made him his Labour secretary. This man um, who made a deal with Jeffrey Epstein so he didn't have jail time, he then gave this man a very big position of power in his parliament. He was like, oh, you did this favour for my friend? Come on, like, come be my Labour secretary. Well done. I, you're great, you know? Yeah. Which is very, very, very sketchy. Like, yeah, uh, I'm a president. Se- yeah, oh, tr- our beloved Trump, and also Prince Andrew was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, and this is where the allegations for Prince Andrew came from, um, because there was a woman who was in, who was involved Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew, and obviously from these allegations, we had the very famous interview, where Prince Andrew claimed, uh, I couldn't have assaulted her because I. Because she said I was sweating and I had a condition at the time where I couldn't sweat, but I do sweat now. I'm so sorry, but that kind of condition re- literally barely exists. Like, it, yeah. But, and if you have a condition where you don't sweat, it you, doesn't just you pant like one. You d- you can't just get cured from that condition. And two, you would pant like a dog. And I've never seen a video or picture of Prince Andrew panting like a dog. Also, that condition wouldn't disappear with age you know exactly like, like it would it would not uh, in any case it would get worse exactly that interview made him very suspicious oh a lot of nobody people... fucking remembers when they were at a pizza express with their daughter like no 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 i've met his daughters before i um, call shenanigans wait when did you meet his daughters um do you remember the we day festival me and isabel went oh, to yeah. their daughters yeah. spoke there work I didn't realise who Prince Andrew was at the time, um, but now I'm like, oh, poor babies, you know? Your dad's a paedophile. 
She's like, yeah. oh, where are you going to go after this, Prince Andrew's daughters? Oh, we're going to go to Pizza Express. Oh, well, great. Also, I'd like to add, the thing with Prince Andrew, the woman was of age at the time, and she did apparently consent to having sex with him. So I can't. I think a paedophile is a bit but hard. She was, she was vilified as being, oh, she, oh she's just him, his prosy. Like, no, no, no. It's not fair. Yeah. She was being like, oh, he's just a prostitute out to get fame. And that's just, like, demeaning and really, really shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, if that is all you want to talk about, then that would be... No, sorry, we haven't even spoken about the death yet. The death haven't you? Oh, no. Um. So, yeah, uh, eventually, when Alex Acosta became... No, I think... I don't know what happened. After he served his 18 months, I think the FBI built another case um, and basically everyone worked together to just put this man in jail. They didn't want him out on the streets. He kept abusing women. He was still a really bad person. And he ended up getting um, jail time, very long jail time. He was basically going to be in prison for the rest of his life. And in the first few weeks or months he was in prison, the one night where there wasn't a guard outside his room, the one night where the cameras weren't working, he was found dead the next morning. Apparently, he hung himself. But a very popular theory, and the one me and Bryn, or me and Michaela believe, is that um, because he was involved with really powerful people like Trump and Prince Andrew, um, that while he was in prison, they didn't want Every him to single him. powerful person he was ever involved with all came together in their joint efforts to get him killed. So that he didn't... That prison him. that he was in was... Like notorious for being the prison where people got hit put out of and died. So I don't think it was any coincidence why the federal prosecutor was like, "Oh, we'll put him in this prison that's like really great for killing people." Yeah, I'd also like to add. Um, this I'm I'm quite conflicted because there's a massive theory um, which has so much evidence about Hillary Clinton cutting off a child's face, then wearing it, a part of a big cult that does that. But then Bill Clinton, who was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, the people who made allegations against Jeffrey Epstein have also said, yes, we saw Bill Clinton, he was friends with him, but he never got involved. So there's like two conflicting theories about the Clintons. I I kind of think that that theory about the Clintons was popularised by Trump in order to win the election. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole ch- cutting children's faces off, like, I, I mean, it's just, I kind of don't believe it. Yeah. I need to write, to be honest. I haven't done research into it yet, though I'm going to. Um, also, if we think this episode is going to get monetized, oh, 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 think again. Oh, honey, we lost our sponsor. You're because of this yeah. episode. Who's your sponsor? No, uh- it was Anchor. And speaking of sponsor, now is a good time to go to break. Because right. we want to advertise our own shit now. So we will see you in a minute with more conspiracy theories. Or will we? Oh, bye. 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 While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And where possible, please rate and review the podcast. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back from break. 
still with um, Kim. Still before with we Lena. leave, we try to. Kim has some things to notify you to watch based on the conspiracy theories we've had on this episode. Yeah. So um, about the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, um, there's one on Netflix, which is where I found out about this case, and that's it's a great documentary. documentary. We do suggest you watch it. Yeah, it's the Jeffrey Epstein documentary or docu series on Netflix. Jeffrey Epstein, filthy rich. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch it if you want to know more. I explained it a lot better. Also, Netflix, if you're watching, sponsor us, please. Thanks. Give them the Netflix series. Yeah, because Rita Andrew and Michaela, filthy. Yeah. So, um, so before we go, I've run very short but impactful question to ask you did carol baskin kill her husband of yeah. course she did and i mean i don't really blame her okay so that is the end of today's podcast you can find me avery jamjar on instagram at avery jamjar and you could find me michaela fortune and instagram and twitter at michaela underscore fortune and you can find me no one cares about you kim okay no, kim, where can we find you Kim Louise um, 1093 on Instagram. Great. Right. If you think any audience member is going to remember that, then you are mistaken. Okay. Um, all of our um, handles and links on that will be in this podcast description, <laughs> or this episode's description. Um, so that is all, Kim. Thanks for coming on today. Thank it's you. Nice. It's been really cool. Thank you for having me. Um, Actually, we're not grateful, but that's a Mandela effect, so you don't know. Um, okay, so... Um, Mandela effect, we, we never see... released this episode. Okay, so next episode topic is fashion. Hopefully the with next, a special guest. The next episode is going to be about Kim's mysterious death. Conspiracy theories part three. Yeah, so next episode is going to be fashion. So we're going to be discussing all that. And we will be talking about all the stars again. If you want to hear our review of episode one of Drag Race Canada, um, you can find the link um, on our Instagrams and in the description of this podcast. Because we will be starting a new podcast just for Drag Race. Like so if you Drag like Drag Race, Race, if you like two Welsh faggots having their opinions on and a bunch of queens doing their best then tune into that because it's going to be what you're looking for. Okay, so um, I have been David Jamja. And I've been Michaela Fortune. And I'm this has Kim. been your favorite. Oh, and she's <laughs> Kim. <laughs> we haven't got her out and, this, and this has been The Vader Show.